remains in critical condition. Police don't know how the 17-year-old gunman was able to get his hands on the weapon. In a statement, the sheriff said it's a parent's duty to know what their kids are up to. Justice. She will have to dig up her son's remains. She doubts her son, 37-year-old Dexter Wade, was even put in a casket, likely just a body bag. When Jackson police buried him in a pauper's grave months ago, she had been calling police about her missing son for months, never knowing he was hit by a cop's vehicle. Police now telling her Dexter was struck and killed trying to cross the interstate at night. All Betterston Wade knows is the pain she's in. You just want that call to say, Mom, I'm all right. I'm all right. But when you don't get that call, deep down in your heart, it's hurting so hard. And you want your child, your child. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump is representing the family. They want the DOJ on the case. It's over. The union reached a tentative deal with General... to reach a deal after the UAW reached an agreement with Delantis over the weekend and with Ford earlier last week. The new deals must be ratified by the members, though, and they do include boosts in wages and benefits. GM is a national partner of the Black Information Network. American Museum of Dallas and see its beautiful makeover. Also spend some time in the renewed Harry Robinson Jr. Courtyard, so appropriately named for the much-loved founder and president of the museum, who was on hand for the ribbon cutting. The museum has been in existence 49 years, the last 30 at Fair Park. The auto worker strike is over. The union reached a tentative deal with GM that puts an end to the negotiations after the strike began more than six weeks ago. GM is the last of Detroit's three automakers to reach a deal after the UAW reached an agreement with Stellantis over the weekend and with Ford earlier last week. The new deal includes boost in wages and benefits, reduces an eight-year path to top wages to three years, and allows the right to strike over any plant closures. The new agreement must be ratified by members at each of the three automakers. I'm Amy Brown with the Black Information. Tentative agreement at Ford. Our job is to roll the details out so you can make an informed decision. The membership is the highest authority in our union, and you will decide what happens next. It also restores the cost of living adjustment that disappeared in 2009. Every UAW member would receive a $5,000 ratification bonus. Also in the news, Oakland County-year-old Pontiac girl to contact his office. Desiree Childs, who is black, was shot in the chest around 11.22 p.m. Saturday night while walking with a friend near the intersection of Johnson and Menominee. The friend was not hurt, and Childs died at the hospital. Detectives say several shots were fired, and no one has been arrested. And around 500... I cannot convince you that I love you for a living. I'll be on your live feelings flowing like a river. You be texting back to a kiki on the river. It's media suicide. Why you introduce us if you knew that you was with him? Made me shake his hand, we have it for a minute. Provocative conversation. Be a dog, but you don't put me in a kennel. Gotta put a muzzle on it, all that barking over dinner. I was with you when you had a tiny presidential. You got better when you met me, and that ain't coincidental. Tried to bring the best out, you guess I'm not that influential. Guess I'm not the one that's mad for you. The shit that you think about every day, the stuff that gets on your nerves.
Sometimes you say to yourself, what the hell is wrong with the people on the planet? It's media suicide. Good morning, good morning. Give yourselves a round of applause. I know it sounds corny, but do it anyway. It's for you. Celebrate you and who you are. You made it to your destinations and everything went well. Good morning. How are you today? It's media suicide. And let me add, the comments made by Media Suicide is not the comments made by Spotify or Anchor.com and its affiliates. It is solely the comments made by Media Suicide. And how are you on this wonderful Tuesday morning? How do you feel today? Are you okay? Are you holding up? And for those that are down this morning, those that feel bad this morning, lift yourself up right now. Did the landlord put you out? Are you having a tough time making payments on something? There is pressure. I want to give you a quote. And it's a quote that I love that's in the Bible. It says, when you see the destination of abomination, stand in the holy place. Let's say that again. When you see the desolation of abomination stand in the holy place. I want to give that to you this morning for those who are down and for everybody, even if you are up. You know, I want to get right down to a story I saw yesterday morning. It really broke my heart. And I always talk about this generation and all this gun violence. You see, this generation, for some reason, they're scared to take an ass whooping. So they use guns as a bullying method to shoo you off of them. Because they cannot fend for themselves. They don't know how to box. They don't know that sometimes you win some and you lose some. Because this is the way of life. All of us, as you become an adult... You think about all of the things that you won, that you did good at, and then you think about the things that brought you down and was bad. So let's get right to the story. 
a 2K reward offered for information in Pontiac shooting. A 2K reward offered for information in a Pontiac shooting that killed a 16-year-old girl. Anyone with information is asked to contact Crime Stoppers in regards to this shooting. According to authorities, Desiree Childs was shot in the chest about 11.20 p.m. while walking home with a friend on Johnson Street in Pontiac. Police said several shots were fired, but they don't know who pulled the trigger. Her friend that was walking with her was uh, not injured. Desiree was taken to the hospital where she died from her injuries. And when I saw the news, the lady was, oh, the lady was just crying, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, I don't know why. I, I mean, I do, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. Because we live in a society where a lot of stuff is being provoked. Look at how everything picks up. Look at the wars. And then every time there's a war, there's always what? What? There's money involved. Billions of dollars involved. There's always something that goes on. And that's why I always say the evil wizards of the world that's propagandizing and doing all these harmful things to the people, you now have the blood on your hands. You don't think that you're going to do all this stuff and get away with it someday, do you? You got to answer to the Father. And I'm not being a preacher this morning. I'm not being a preacher. All the stuff that's going on, that's being provoked, gun violence, the wars, the killing of kids, homosexuality, all the stuff that's being turned and purposely put on people. The Heavenly Father is watching. He's right there with us. Don't be surprised if you start to see a whole bunch of locusts. Don't be surprised. So moving on. So John Lawler, Ford's chief financial officer, reported that the strike negatively affect the company's adjusted earnings by 100 million in the third quarter. In total, through last week, it cost the company about 80,000 units of production at a cost of 1.3 billion in earnings. Now this was three days ago. The Dearborn automaker reported taking a 1.3 billion hit 
to its earnings. As a result of the strike and withdrew its earnings guidance for the rest of the year. So they're losing bundles and tons of cash. And it's a good thing that they started to wake up and make a deal because, as I've always said, we are the ones that's building society and the companies in it. We are the ones that get dogged out. We're the ones always take the shitty end of the deal but work the hardest and pay more taxes. Pending ratification of the tentative agreement on a new labor contract, it reached with the union Wednesday night. Meanwhile, executives said they are pushing back some $12 billion in planned spending on a company's EV strategy and delaying the launch of one of two joint venture battery plants. I think what they should do is continue to build the plants because it's coming. We need the batteries and they need to be built here in the United States. It's building in Kentucky with South Korean battery manufacturer SK on. SK on. Overall, the company delivered the executives characterized as mixed results for the July-September period, with results dragging down by the strike and nagging cost of quality issues. Ford did report a $1.2 billion in profit of revenue of $43.8 billion for the quarter. So every quarter, these companies report their earnings, spending, etc., etc. The profits compared to a loss of 827 million in the same period last year. Wow, all those numbers, huh? All those numbers. Revenue was 11% higher than a year ago. So everybody is still buying cars. They're still buying trucks because people are trying to move on with their lives. As all the bullshit is being dumped on us. Adjusted earnings stood at $2.2 billion for the quarter, up from $1.8 billion a year ago. So they're still doing good, and they're going to do good. That's the bottom line of the numbers. So moving on to another story, Maine governor confirms Lewiston shooting suspect found dead. The Lewiston shooting suspect found dead. I would like to be emailed. Um, hold on, let's here. Okay, you know what? It, it's mixing up the emails and it's mixing up the. When you run the emails, it's it's almost read the wrong. So, okay, here we are. 
We gather together this evening because there is love still in this place, said uh, Sarah Gillespie of Angrogasgen Home Health Hospice. Told those assembled, a love that cannot be gunned down, a love that cannot be affected. In total, 18 people ages 14 to 76 were murdered and 13 others were injured in a mass shooting at a bowling alley and bar in Lewiston on Wednesday night. You see how all this stuff is just popping up out of nowhere. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. A manhunt a, a manhunt was launched to find Card who was later found dead on Friday night at a recycling plant. Questions are mounting as to whether opportunities were missed to prevent the shooting. So I guess he was found dead. I believe he, from the reports that I've heard, they took his own life. He took his own life. Um, that's what I'm saying. All this stuff that's popping up, the BS is happening more and more, the shootings. When I was coming up, we didn't hear about mass shootings. How is all these mass shootings just popping up everywhere? Okay, so um, here's another story. I should have said it for a seatbelt moment, but I figured I would just go ahead and report this because, like I said, a lot of this stuff just pops up out of nowhere. And here we are with the news. Father pleads not guilty in daughter's overdose death. A two-year-old, let me repeat that, a two-year-old died from a fentanyl overdose in Pierce County. And her father is being charged with manslaughter. Tacoma, Washington, a two-year-old died from the fentanyl overdose. Over the weekend, three children under the age of 12 overdosed on fentanyl in just Pierce County alone. Three children. Ladies and gentlemen, a uh, the two-year-old girl was the only one to die of the overdose. The girl's father, Evan Hodge, was charged with manslaughter. According to court documents, Hodge told investigators that he fell asleep with his daughter on his legs like they usually did, September the 16th. He said he woke up once and moved her leg to put the chair under them under a blanket. I'm sorry, to put a pair under them under the blanket. He noticed she didn't move. Then, and went back to sleep. When he woke up the second time, he noticed that the daughter wasn't breathing and that her body felt stiff and cold. Wow. Oh. I just said he tried to give her CPR, but wasn't sure how to do it. So he put her on the bed and called 911. 
another one of those situations. I don't understand the parenting. I just don't get it. You know, my grandmother had medicine bottles next to her bed. We did not touch them because we knew the consequences. We knew what she was taking. We knew that the medicine was for her. And she would kick our ass if we touched it. <laughs> All right, now here, here is the seatbelt moment. And I'm pretty sure you heard about this story. So put your seatbelt on. If, uh, if you don't have it on, put it on. If you're in a car, just clutch it with your hand. Don't take it off. Just put your hand on it as if you are putting it on. Keep the seatbelt on. If you're at work, just do a clicking sound like you're putting on the seatbelt. So here is the seatbelt belt. I'm going to ring it. That's seatbelt time. It's seatbelt time. So a man was killed by the police and buried by the officer. In August, after six months, Dexter went missing. He had been hit and killed by an off-duty Jackson police officer while crossing the highway. He was crossing the highway. Why would you be crossing the highway? I understand maybe something was going on, something happened. Maybe you caught a flat tire, I don't know. But you do not cross a highway. Uh, cars are doing what, 90, 80? The police officer hit him. Okay. But before the incident, Dexter and his mom had gotten to an argument. And apparently he left from that situation of the argument and all of a sudden now he ends up dead. He was buried in an unmarked grave behind the county jail with the number 672. So the police killed him and then buried him and no one knew he went missing for a very good while until I'm trying to look at here the story here uh, Jackson police have not responded according to the coroner's office the investigator identified Dexter and shared the contact information with his mother uh, Jackson's mayor is um Moving on with the investigation to find out who did this. Of course, there will be charges. This is a serious, serious situation here. The police who is supposed to protect us. Bury someone. You cannot go and kill someone. You can't do that. So, last year, I knew this situation would come up. How do you feel about losing daylight savings time? And moving to a permanent daylight savings time at the state level will require federal action. So, March the 3rd of 2023, the Sunshine Protection Act bill introduced on March the 2nd 
still require approval from the Senate and the House as well as the President's signature to become law. Moving to permanent daylight savings time at the state level will require federal action. Okay, so it, it repeated. So this is what I'm saying. The email repeated the same thing over and over again. Okay, so um, we are getting rid of daylight savings time. Uh, the U.S. Senate unanimously approved the sunshine protection. Okay, so this is the thing. They want to see if we should get rid of one of them. Look like it's going to be the, the, the one that we're going to have now in which you would move the um, time you have the extra hour which will uh, produce a slower day because you know when you in the summertime when we lose that hour the day is faster the day is faster so when does daylight savings time begin in 2024? Uh, the daylight savings time will begin at 2 a.m. on Sunday, March 10th, and end for the year at 2 a.m. on Sunday, November the 3rd. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is something that they're um, working on to change to get rid of one of the days. To get rid of one of the days for daylight savings time. Alright, so here we go. Go and get your paper. A piece of paper, a sticky note, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because we're going to stump out negativity. Alright, so get your paper, piece of paper. It can be a scrap piece, it can be any kind, large, small, doesn't matter, but we are going to get rid of negativity in our lives. Let me know when you have one. Okay, so are you ready at the count of three? You're gonna take that paper, hold it up. One, two, three, tear it up, tear it up. We are getting rid of negativity in our lives. And that's it. Getting rid of it. Take that piece of paper and throw it away. We are stumping out negativity. We don't want it anymore. We do not live our lives in a negative Lifestyle. I don't know if one day we'll have peace. I don't know what's going to happen as far as all the BS that's going on, the bullshit that just keeps going on, the distractions, the, the negativity. We don't. We don't know. But as far as you're listening to this podcast, enjoy your life like you are supposed to. Do not submit to anybody's idea of what is and what's supposed to be in all this business. You go out and you live your life the way you're supposed to live it and learn to be humble. 
because we live in a society that for some reason whoever's in charge or whoever's pushing the buttons cannot conceive the idea of having peace and being even a peaceful person a peaceful person and that is the whole basis of this show is to encourage you so that you can understand that the stuff that you see now on TV and the media everything is a bunch of BS I'm going to say what it is it's a bunch of bullshit people are bushing around on people's lives and they don't even care They don't even care. Go out and say hi to your neighbor today. When you pass by, if if you say hi and they don't say anything back to to you, it is not your fault. Don't soak it up. Don't choke it up. You turn the page and you keep on going because it is not your fault but it is theirs okay it's media suicide with your host Eric Jackson go and enjoy your day do what you're supposed to do make it as the young kids would say make it do what it do and I will talk to you very soon okay have a good one